0: A-A-S-T I yeah, yeah, the yeah. ending yeah, it's alright good on ya yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast Podcast remember yeah, we don't spell it with a C we spell it with a K so you might take it easy Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Wednesday, May the 25th, 2022. As you know, Headlines is your one-stop shop to find out everything that's happening in the world of professional wrestling all over social media and the various wrestling websites. We cover things from New Japan, we cover things from AEW, WWE Impact Wrestling, and on the indie scene as well. If you enjoy this podcast on a daily basis, go ahead and tag us. Let us know what you think on social media. You can also follow me at Mike, M-I-K-E, Freeland, F-R-E-L-A-N-D. All right, let's go ahead and let's get to all the details that are trending today. We start off on Wrestling Inc. Matthew Carlins is writing in at this hour, Will Ospreay is off the Warrior Wrestling event this weekend by continued health issues. Now, Wrestling Inc. has exclusively found out information that Will Ospreay will miss a scheduled booking this weekend due to a serious medical issue that landed him in the hospital. Now, Warrior Wrestling released the following statement to Wrestling Inc. this morning and they said and I quote, due to ongoing treatment and recovery from the severe kidney infection that left him hospitalized a few days ago, Will Ospreay will not be appearing at Warrior Wrestling and this coming weekend, Saturday May the 28th. We have been monitoring the situation day to day and we've spoken with Will. We are hoping for a very quick recovery but we know that's not always possible. We send our best wishes to him and once again to all the Warrior Wrestling fans, we'll be announcing additional talent for the card shortly. Now Osprey was scheduled to face Davey Richards at Warrior Wrestling, and we are told Warrior is now working to find a replacement to take on Davey Richards. Osprey is the current Warrior Wrestling champion. Osprey's kidney infection revealed itself late last week, and he was forced to miss Rev Pro's epic encounter event in London, England, last Sunday. Now, he was scheduled to defend the undisputed British heavyweight title against New Japan star Minoru Suzuki. Fortunately, plans have been scrapped. He would say, and I quote, I can't stand up without feeling like I'm going to faint. I'm sweating and cold straight away. Osprey wrote in a social media post over the past weekend. Friday night, I had my blood taken out and found out I have a serious kidney infection. Osprey is still sharing images from his hospital room on Twitter this past Monday. Warrior Wrestling tells us that Osprey once again is no longer in the hospital and he is receiving some treatment at home and he is still being in contact with his doctors. If you'd like to find out more about this specific article, Matthew Carlins has it trending at this hour over on Wrestling Inc. Eric Mutter's writing at this hour that AEW star Britt Baker says she'd like to have a match against Sasha Banks. As arguably AEW's top women's wrestling star, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, is always on the lookout for potential big money matches. And giving the news story that has dominated the headlines for more than a week now, Baker has had an idea for a potential dream opponent when the subject was broached in an interview with Forbes magazine. She would go on to say, since it's a pretty hot topic right now, I'm going to say Sasha Banks. Baker said, I think she is one of the top draws in WWE. She's such a superstar. She's such a good wrestler. She's definitely somebody I would love to wrestle. Now, Baker's answers comes after Banks, along with her tag team partner, Naomi, walked out of WWE before an episode of Monday Night Raw two weeks ago. Banks and Naomi have been reigning WWE women's tag team champions for a while, but now they vacated those titles. On WWE Friday Night SmackDown, when Banks and Naomi were announced that they were suspended indefinitely. Banks and Baker have never met ring and have never actually even worked together for the same promotion at the same time. Now, while Banks' relationship with WWE seems to be in dire straits at the moment, WWE released a statement condemning Banks and Naomi's actions as well as removing all of their merchandise from WWE shop. It has been reported that WWE still lists Banks and Naomi on their active roster, but reports suggest that Banks and Naomi's contracts with WWE are set to expire in the next couple of months. Though, it's been speculated that WWE will exercise its right to free, their deals, delaying any potential departure. Banks may not be headed to AEW anytime soon, but Baker has plenty to hold on to for a while as she waits. The former AEW Women's Champion is scheduled to wrestle Tony Storm tonight on AEW Dynamite in the semifinals of the Owen Hart Cup final, with the winner competing in the tournament finals at Double or Nothing this coming Sunday. If you'd like to find out more information about the Britt Baker-Sasha Banks situation, check out Eric Mutter's article that is trending right now over on Wrestling Inc. Eric Mutter is also talking about AEW star Sonny Kissed. Sonny has sat down to address the lengthy absence from AEW TV. Late Tuesday afternoon, Twitter user Kenny Era, whose name is taken from a nickname, Mocking, the star Kenny Omega by controversial wrestling personality Jim Cornette, posted a video of AEW star Sonny Kissed's introduction to the promotion three years ago. Now, the user pointed out that if it had been 580 days since Kiss recently appeared on national television and mocked the fact that AEW is for everyone, but where has she been for quite some time. Now the tweet got back to Kist who responded to a couple of them later on that day. I'd be lying if I said that this reminder made me shed some tears but I'm trusting the process, Kiss tweeted. I still believe AEW is for everyone. One day it will come true again but not right now. I'm just trying to do my best and enjoy the ride. If you'd like to find out more what's going on with Sunny Kiss, please go ahead and cruise on over to Wrestling Inc where Eric Mutter has the article trending right now. Alright, more information that is traveling in as of right now tony khan has a big party schedule marco Rivera is writing in at this hour tony khan says warner brothers and discovery executives will be at aew dynamite now following the recent merger of warner media and discovery the newly formed warner brothers discovery held their upfront presentations at new york city last week all elite wrestling which broadcasts on networks owned by warner brothers discovery received a passing mention during the proceedings with a graphic of red velvet shown but nobody from AEW was live at the presentation. Now, the news elicited some concern about AEW's relationship with the company's post-merger, but according to Tony Khan, there's nothing at all to worry about. During an interview with Sports Media Podcast, the AEW president provided some news about the Warner Brothers Discovery event attending one of their upcoming shows. Tony Khan would go on to say, and I quote, I'm very excited because we're at the Kia Forum in Inglewood, California next week, and I'm really just honored. It's a great privilege for us because a lot of top executives from Warner Brothers and Discovery are going to be at the forum, Khan said. We're throwing a great event there afterwards at the forum with a lot of people from AEW and we're going to all hang out and get to know one another and this means the world to me being able to build that relationship. Now while AEW's future following the merger still remains unclear, more news will likely follow the company's executive attendance at the AEW show on June the first which will be the double or nothing Fallout edition of Dynamite. It will mark AEW's first live event in the Los Angeles arena. In a quote, Tony Khan would also say, It means so much for us to be working with the largest producer of content now after this great merger. It's an honor to be a part of this family and it's going to be so strong. If you'd like to find out more about Tony Khan and the merger between Warner Brothers and Discovery and what how that impacts AEW, Marco Rivera has that article trending right now over on Wrestling Inc. Let's go ahead and let's continue topics with Wardlow. Wardlow promises to set powerbomb world record on MJF. Wardlow is hoping to create a record-breaking moment when he finally gets his hands on MJF this weekend. Now, the AEW star spoke with Shaq Wrestling about the storyline with his former Pinnacle stablemate, with the two of them potentially set to collide at AEW's Double or Nothing this weekend. Wardlow has to defeat Sean Spears inside a steel cage tonight on AEW Dynamite, with MJF being the special guest referee to earn the match. Now, should it end up happening, a victory at Double or Nothing nothing would see Wardlow free of MJF in all the contract control. In a quote, There will be a world record set tonight, Wardlow said, referring to his powerbomb Symphony, which seems to deliver multiple powerbombs to their opponent. I am looking to powerbomb him until physically I cannot do it anymore. Now, Since turning on his employer at AEW Revolution to help CM Punk win a dog collar match against MJF, AEW fans have gotten behind Wardlow massively, which is the ultimate dream come true for him. Wardlow has consistently been one of the most popular stars on the show in recent weeks, a situation he's still trying to comprehend. In a quote, Wardlow would say, It's one thing to have your own action figure, or to be in a video game to be a professional wrestler, but for me, the real dream is having the arena full of people chanting my name consistently. After last week, we they were waiting for me to continue, said Wardlow. It's something that I thought I would never have seen. This is something that I created in my mind when I was in elementary school, and I thought about it. So, now I'm going to take the time and really sit back and enjoy it. This is happening. It's real. It's happening right now. But man, it's truly the best feeling in the entire world, and nothing can compare to it. If you'd like to read more about what Wardlow had to say about his excitement about Double or Nothing, getting his hands on MJF, and so much more, Matthew Wilkinson has the article trending right now over at Wrestling Inc. All right, let's go ahead and let's keep this train rolling. Marco Rivera is writing in at this hour. Matt Hardy recalls Vince McMahon's initial reaction to the ultimate deletion. Now, many of us know through WWE and Impact Wrestling, Matt Hardy has done a lot of different things with his character, and deletion, the ultimate deletion, has been a big part of that. In his big main event matches he's had most recently in a cinematic form from his ranch in North Carolina. During his time with Impact Wrestling, Matt Hardy created the Broken Universe, which sparkled massive interest within the company. Impact needed it very badly at the time. Now, Hardy established one of the most innovative and iconic characters in wrestling with his unique style of storytelling, which ultimately got the attention of WWE CEO Vince McMahon, who decided to bring the Hardys back at WrestleMania 33. Now, while at that time, the interest in the Hardys across the wrestling business was a major reason WWE decided to bring them back for the huge match they had at WrestleMania. Matt detailed why Vince didn't quite understand the broken universe. The AEW superstar detailed Vince McMahon's reaction to he and Bray Wyatt's broken universe inspired match, the ultimate deletion, on the latest episode of the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, and revealed why it led Vince McMahon, allegedly to saying to the iconic statement about him being out of touch with today's product. In a quote, Hardy would say, I do remember the way that they were feeling. They were pleasantly surprised with the way I was doing things. A number of things, Hardy said. I do remember whenever we were there or we were in a venue, they were always having live shows and discussions with me. And then we'd go back and we'd talk about things. I do remember earlier one day, they played the production meeting and The Ultimate Deletion was on there from Impact. It was for the writers and the coaches and the producers all to watch. There was a standing ovation at the end of it. And I actually remember Vince was like, I hope that means it's good. I just don't get it i don't get it as he says i remember somebody told me that vince said in the production meeting but i will tell you this if this uh, this ends up doing a good number i feel like i'm not on the pulse of wrestling anymore if it ends up doing a really good number i need to change the way i do business because I'm just on the pulse anymore. It was very frustrating that line that was fed to Michael Cole right at the jump. It was kind of downplaying everything that they had already created. If you'd like to find out more about the ultimate deletion, what Vince McMahon had to say, and how WWE responded to a new innovative style of telling wrestling stories, check out Marco Rivera's article, which once again is trending over at Wrestling Inc. Marco Rivera is also writing in this hour, Ahmed Johnson says WWE Hall of Famer did not want him to be the world champion. Now, during his time with the WWE in 1996 and 97, Shawn Michaels cultivated a negative relationship with many of the talent, many viewing him as difficult to work with and running the show as a champion. One of the talents who agrees with that sentiment would be the Intercontinental Champion Ahmed Johnson. As Johnson rose to the top of the WWE in the mid-1990s, many viewed him as a potential challenger to Michaels and somebody within the company that they could put the title on. But when the time came, the right time, to go ahead and have him fight for the belt, the heartbreak kid, well, he changed their plans. In a quote, Ahmed would say, in the beginning, I really thought that he was behind me. He was going to give me a great push. But as it went on, I found out it wasn't Vince that didn't want to give me the world title. It was the other wrestlers like Shawn Michaels. Johnson then discussed when he was being interviewed by Gregory Irons on Iron On Wrestling, they didn't want to see me get pushed that high. I don't know why. Maybe it was personal reasons i was still a little bit green i will say that i was still green and learning but i think i was ready for the world title shot because Shawn michaels had the belt and everything he basically did everyone seemed to love he was running the show backstage as well and he was basically picking everyone who was going to go against him johnson continued to be very bold with his claim why hbk didn't want he to be the world champion Johnson would go on to say from my understanding what I heard was he didn't think it was time for a black man to be the world champion I didn't hear him say that when I was the intercontinental champion and popping the houses everywhere we went at the time Michaels was a member of the legendary wrestling group the click which featured Scott Hall Kevin Nash Sean Waltman and Triple H the group had always been rumored to have major influence on storylines and creative during that time in wwe and the click messed around with people as well and ahmed johnson was not one of them many people thought that ahmed was not someone to push around if you'd like to read more about this article marco Rivera has his article trending right now over at wrestling inc eric mutter also writing here christian cage reveals who helped get aew star in carpool karaoke now with aew making more changes and adding more programming carpool karaoke is one of them if there's one thing that fans associate aew star christian cage with it's signing or singing or wrestling well let's go back to singing all right not really but the former impact wrestling world champion will be doing more singing with fellow aew stars cm punk brian danielson and dr Britt baker dmd on an upcoming episode of carpool karaoke now christian sat down with Jim Vassarani to reveal how the whole situation came together Christian would say and I quote I'm friends with one of the guys in charge of the show a guy named Eric who used to be a writer for WWE back in the day Christian said he and I had gotten in touch and he was interested in having us on the show and having AEW represented in the program which I thought was pretty cool so I brought it to the attention of AEW and now the rest is history Christian also discussed that, in the car, with CM Punk and Danielson, two men he goes back a long way with, that he worked together in WWE, having each been a world champion for the promotion at some time. He would go on to say, and I quote, I never traveled with any of them, Christian said, so it's fun. Like I said, I've obviously known Punk and Brian for many years, but we've never ridden together. But it's still fun being around them. We've always gotten along so well, so it's just kind of fun to get in the car with them right now. I think our four different distinct personalities are what would make this episode so much fun. If you'd like to find out more about Carpool Karaoke and how it is being involved in AEW programming, please check out Eric Mutter's article that is once again trending right now on Wrestling Inc. Wrestling Inc. is also writing a very serious article right now, Alexa Bliss alerts authorities to fans threatening her and her husband. Alexa Bliss has dealt with her fair share of crazed fans over the years. Now on Tuesday night, Bliss exposed another such person for threatening to shoot her and her husband Ryan. Now as many can see on social media, there were screen grabs. Bliss responded directly to the fan informing them that she had turned the screenshots of the direct messages into all the authorities. In a response, the fan seemingly laughed off the idea of Bliss wanting to impose a restraining order on him. Those several other posts the fan claimed he speaks regularly to Buddy Matthews, Bliss's ex-fiance on Twitch and that he would burn all of Bliss's merchandise. Now, if that isn't interesting enough, this goes on to tell you a little more. Bliss's original Instagram post was an invitation to a fundraiser on Instagram Live to be on Friday, May the 27th. The session intends to raise money for Saving Huey Foundation, a nonprofit organization that specializes in the rescue of abused animals. The session will also celebrate the life of Larry Steve, Alex Alexa Bliss's former pet pig who passed away last May. If you'd like to know more about this, Go ahead and cruise on over to Wrestling Inc. right now as they have the article trending. Let's go ahead and let's jump over to our friends over at E-Wrestling News. Right now, trending. Ryan Clark is writing in, Thunder Rosa is interested in defending the AEW world title in Japan. Now, during a recent appearance on the Battleground podcast, AEW women's champion Thunder Rosa commented on wanting to defend the AEW women's world championship in Japan. Now, of course, that means President Tony Khan first. This is what Rosa had to say. That's a question you have to ask my dear boss, Mr. Tony Khan. I mean, if it's up to me, I'd be like, Tony, I'm going to get a ticket to Japan. I'm going to go and defend the championship, right? I mean, I would love to be a worldwide champion like that and just defend it in different states, different cities, and countries all over the world. I would love that. It would be very old school. If you'd like to find out more about the potential of Thunder Rosa going ahead and taking the AEW World Women's Championship outside the confines of AEW, Ryan Clark has the article trending right now on E wrestling news. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little Mia Yim. Mia Yim has chimed in on her feelings on the situation of WWE wrestlers and having their gimmicks changed. Well, she says if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Impact Wrestling star and former WWE star Mia Yim responded to a user on Twitter who claimed WWE wrestlers should work hard at using their ideas for themselves. Now, this all started after a fan posted a clip from Yim's Twitch stream where she commented on Shotzi Blackhearts from NXT. Wow, she was playing the WWE at, uh, 2K22. Now, during the Twitch stream, Yim commented, Shotzi didn't even have her tank anymore. That's because WWE, like they do, just had to fix that. It wasn't even broken. Now, a user responded to the clip reporting, You want to be a true WWE superstar? You should work hard for the ideas that you have. You also need to go ahead and do what others want you to do. It's not like the world would choose you as far as the gimmicks are concerned. That's why, Mia Yim, you got released. If you had the passion, you would have did it. Once again, Yim responded back with the Twitter by writing, When you work hard for your ideas, do their ideas work as well? Oh, but then you do their ideas and you still get released. Your statement is inaccurate. Once again, Mia Yim was released by WWE last November. If you'd like to find out more about this, Andrew Ravens has the article trending over right now on e-wrestling news let's go ahead and talk a little bit about scorpio sky now the aew wrestling superstar and current tnt champion discusses wanting to get into acting and other projects outside of the world of wrestling aew tnt champion scorpio sky discussed the progression of his career in the promotion as well as his interest in acting and combat sports during a recent interview with sports guys talking wrestling here's what he had to say via Fightful. As of right now, I'm feeling like I'm progressing, you know? It's all I've ever wanted to do. Definitely. You know, there's a lot of people in the business these days that kind of just want to get in. They just want to really go ahead and make their move. I want to do this wrestling thing. I want to get my name out there, and then really do something else. For me, it's always about being a pro wrestler, and if it develops into something else, that's great. I would love to eventually cross over and do more acting, and yada yada yada, and some podcasting. But as everyone knows, not everybody can be The Rock and be a multi-millionaire superstar. But you know what? At my core, I guess I am just a professional wrestler right now. But there's a lot of stuff I want to do, and acting is definitely one of them. If you'd like to go ahead and read more of the comments that Scorpio Sky had to say about what he would like to do outside of wrestling, Andrew Ravens has this article trending right now over at eWrestling News. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the WWE and what are some things that they are wanting to change now let's talk about this Road Dog, who has been a huge star in WWE for so much time and then he became a producer as well now Road Dog explains why he thinks he could help AEW's product WWE Hall of Famer Road Dogg had been working behind the scenes with WWE NXT before he was let go from the company now he's currently hosting his own podcast with the experience in working backstage on wrestling shows. He told Sportskeeda that he believes that he helped help out AEW's television product. He'd been with WWE for so long, he thinks that the knowledge that he has from WWE could definitely help out AEW. In a quote, he said, I would love to go back and work behind the scenes. I think I could help with AEW's television product, and I think I could help with the creative consistency about some things, some unwritten rules that, you know, will help them with their television show, make it look prettier. Maybe that's not really what they want, but I understand the things that you need to do, and I'm always here if they need me." If you'd like to read more about what Road Dog had to say, go on over to the article, which is on eWrestling News, by Andrew Ravens. Scott Steiner is never someone to shy away from a microphone, and he had something to say again. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour, Scott Steiner on Ric Flair's return match, and he'd say, I'd kill that guy. Recently inducted WWE Hall of Famer Scott Steiner said, he is very confident in his abilities against Ric Flair. Now this month, Flair confirmed that he will be having another match, which will be considered his retirement match, in July, over a decade after his last match. Appearing on High Spots Wrestling Network's Sign It live stream with his brother Rick, Scott was asked about the possibility of facing the nature boy, Ric Flair. He said, Rick, he ain't an old friend of mine. I'd kill him in the ring. I'd destroy him. Yeah, everybody wants to see me eat him up. Now, Steiner infamously cut a promo on Ric Flair during a 2000 episode of WCW Monday Nitro, which resulted in Big Papa Pump earning a two-week suspension. It's also been reported that Flair was going to face Ricky the Dragon Steamboat at the big event, which is going to be happening with StarCast 5 and Jim Crockett Promotions. Unfortunately, yep, the dragon said that he's going to have to hold off on this one. If you'd like to find out more information about what's going on right now, not only with Scott Steiner, but all the world of wrestling, check out Thomas Lawson's article, which is trending over on E! wrestling news. Let's talk about an ex-WWE NXT champion. Andrew Ravens is also writing in at this hour, ex-WWE NXT champion was in talks with AEW about making a recent Dynamite appearance. AEW brought in former WWE and current Impact Wrestling star W. Morrissey to lose to Wardlow on the May 4th episode of Dynamite. Now, former WWE superstar Killer Cross was also pitched for that match. According to Fightful Select, the two sides couldn't come to terms for the appearance and decided that due to Cross having some concerns regarding his wife Scarlett and not being a part of the presentation for his debut, he thought that probably would be best to pass upon right now. Now it was said that both sides are still so to be on good terms and there's still a possibility that they may do business in the future. If you'd like to keep up with this article, cruise on over to E Wrestling News and check out the article that is trending right now by Andrew Ravens. Bobby Lashley is making news right now in WWE. Longtime superstar Bobby Lashley is teasing something. What is he talking about? Lashley is teasing forming an alliance with a hurt business. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour. Bobby Lashley has sparked rumors of a potential hurt business reunion by saying he would be willing to work alongside Cedric Alexander again. Now, Lashley and Alexander were a part of the hurt business, which split in 2021. A brief reunion took place in late 2021, but then split again in January. January of 2022. On a recent episode of WWE's The Bump, Lashley spoke about reuniting with Alexander, and this is what he had to say. You know, one person that I actually look at a lot, even though he is jumping on my back and he's a pain in my butt, I think he's the guy that needs something. He needs somebody like me again and that guy is Cedric. I've always liked Cedric. I like Cedric from the beginning. He's like that little brother that you just gotta keep beating him up until he gets it. Maybe I should stop going against you. Maybe I should just start going again with you. Now, the Hurt Business reportedly were against the group being split up in 2021 during Lashley's first run as WWE Champion. Now, the Almighty will face Omos and fellow Hurt Business alum MVP in a handicap match at WWE Hell in a Cell. If you'd like to find out more about this, Thomas Lawson has the article once again trending over at Wrestling Inc. Let's talk a little bit about Adam Hangman Page. AEW star Adam Page fell asleep during one of the Thor movies and he said you know what I'm having superhero fatigue. E Wrestling News is writing in AEW world champion Adam Page is getting tired of all these superhero movies. The Hangman admitted to Fightful Select Sean Ross Sapp that he's been feeling the fatigue of superhero flicks for the last 20 years but does add that he is happy for anyone who's been enjoying them. He would go on to say in a quote, please forgive me if this annoys or pisses you off. I'm tired of all these superhero stuff. Every movie is a superhero movie these days. Hey, if you like it, that's cool. I'm glad you're probably having a ball these last 20 years. Damn, I just like to go see something that's original and that isn't about flying around and doing crazy stuff. Now the anxious millennial cowboy didn't stop there. He revealed that during one of his movie going experiences, the movie Thor, he was so bored he fell asleep. This led him to campaigning to Hollywood to. make a big-budget blockbuster like Oscar-winning films like Forrest Gump again. He would go on to say, I've watched some of them, you know, and I fell asleep, referring to superhero movies. I think that the Thor movie, it it wasn't bad or anything, but I was just so tired of it. It's just like, I come home from a trip and I just can't stay awake, so I don't know. I put on a superhero movie, because I like them, but I feel like it's just not those big blockbuster movies that they're anymore. It's just random stuff. They don't happen as big as they used to. I know Forrest Gump is always people's go-to, but I feel like they don't make movies like that anymore. More. Don't make big ones. I miss that. I'm sorry if you're a superhero person, but I'm very happy for you in the last 20 years. But sorry, I'm just over it. Now Paige will be defending the AEW World Championship against CM Punk this Sunday at Double or Nothing pay-per-View from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. If you'd like to go ahead and follow more of this, go ahead and follow eWrestling news as they will have all of the details. That is gonna do it for all the headlines that are trending right now. If you're enjoying it, please go ahead and follow me on social media. I am more than happy. DMs and ask me questions. I'd be more than happy to have a conversation with you. Also, remember, you can always find our podcast. This podcast is a daily podcast. Can be found anywhere fine podcasts are made available. Also, remember, for our material and Future Stars Now, podcasts that I also do, also come out on Fridays. So you're definitely gonna have a dose of podcasting from myself each and every day of the week and once again, twice on Fridays. That's gonna do it. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will catch you on the next episode of Headline. The world of NLW Radio never stops.